Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Scientific hand analyst Anna Kowalska joined us on the show and shared an amazing story of how when she didn't pay attention to her yes in a relationship, it impacted her career and every other area of her life as well. So Anna, I want to ask you a huge favor. And this is kind of off a little bit from what I originally interviewed you with on the show, because we were talking about your abilities as a scientific hand analyst and how that can help us in partnership and revealing what's going on with our heart and how it operates. What we're gonna do is, I'm gonna ask you to to help us explain and, and illustrate, I guess I'd say, how important it is to really pay attention to what I call our yes. Some people call it your internal guidance or your gut feelings, whatever. It's that guidance we have that we can't really explain but it's there for us if we pay attention. Mm-hmm. So what I'd like to ask you to do first is, is share with us a story from your life when you, well, you did not follow that yes. So you had the guidance, maybe, maybe you knew it, maybe you didn't, mm-hmm. but in hindsight, you're like, dude, I did not pay any, why I didn't pay attention to that. What was the thing that was going on? And, and tell us a little bit about that. 
Sure. So because this is a show about speaking of partnership, I'm going to speak of a partnership. Um, it was a relationship, a romantic relationship, where second on a second date, I had a very strong no. Mm. And I did not follow that. I made every excuse to justify the relationship with this person and this person to justify this person in my life and to completely ignore that no that I felt in my body. It's a very particular thing that my body um, gives me. It's like this punch and I didn't follow it. And I actually even found evidence for why it didn't even happen, how I made it up that it happened. And the relationship went on for a year and I don't regret a relationship, but it spun me into a direction that was very self-sabotaging. And in the end, the person I did break up, the men broke up with me in the end and did it in a very um, unpleasant way. And um, when I approached him about it a couple of months later, he accused me of things that never really happened. So it was, it was, it was a good relationship. I don't ever regret anything I did. If I listened to my no when it first happened, there was another thing that was developing in my life that was not related to a relationship, but I'm pretty positive that if I didn't date this person, I would have followed a different path. And it was a more of a yes path. So yeah, it, it, um, a year of my life and a very unpleasant breakup and a very unpleasant attempt to, resol to, to resolve the pain. Yeah, that's that's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. And and I'm I, I love that you shared, you know, your yes showed up as a no, but it yeah. was still a clear guidance that you were getting. Yes. And yes. the other thing that was really interesting is that you said, you know, you were aware that because you didn't pay attention to this guidance, mm -hmm. it kept you from following other guidance. Yes. Because yeah. you so, weren't able to get to that since you were following a falsehood. Yes. So did I wrap both answers into one story? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> What's the story of when you had a yes and you followed it? <laughs> um, great. Um, so I will never know what that yes would have led me to. Yeah. But the, the other side of the no, there was a clear path I already saw that I didn't take because I followed, I didn't follow my, my intuition. Um, I can, didn't can I follow ask something? The, Were you talking yeah. about a like a different relationship? No, it was actually not relationship related. It would have, it would have taken my life into a completely different direction. Ah. So it wasn't even, the relationship came in sort of yeah. like a destruction. Mm -hmm. And a yes, a yes is pretty recent. Um, two and a half years ago, I got this strong feeling that I need to move to Colorado from New York. And I've been to Colorado once, in Denver for two days, not even 40, 24 hours. And once in Breckenridge for three days of skiing, I knew nothing else other than those two experiences, not even in depth. And I got this strong sensation, a strong guess that I have to move to Colorado. And within six weeks, I resolved my life in New York. I gave away and sold everything I could. I packed my car, my dog, and everything I could fit in my car, which is mostly my clothes. I rented a, an apartment in, um, on Craigslist, 
and just following my faith wholeheartedly, I drove across the country. That was two and a half years ago. And I, no matter what has happened in my life since then, no matter how many challenges I've, I've come across and, and overcame, not even once did I question that I made the right decision mm. when I followed that yes. And I followed it quickly. Yeah. And I, I love what you said at the end there, you followed it quickly because it's, I had a, a, a colleague of mine say this once and I love this analogy. They said, you know how when you're a little kid and you're playing jump rope, so your friends are swinging the rope and you got to jump in to the middle and start jumping. Mm -hmm. They said, remember how it was always harder the longer you waited? Yeah. <laughs> so, you yes. know, you need to jump in. Yes. It's your yes. Like, oh, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. And then you sit there and you get, uh, and you think, yeah. and you think you're going to figure it out when none of us really figure it out. We just instinctively know when's that moment to go. So you jump right into the, the rope. Yes. And that's kind of what following our yes is. When we follow it, it's like, just act yes. on it. Boom. Yes. And, and when we don't, we start trying to, oh my gosh, now I'm kind of paralyzed. Now I don't know what to do because you're actually have not, you're not following your yes anymore, which comes from your heart. You're now in your brain trying to figure out and understand it. And it can't ever understand. Right. It. Rationalize it, find yeah. evidence. Yes. And I have to add, of course, that following my yes became a lot easier after I learned what my hands say about my purpose, my lesson, and the way I operate in the world. When I had that confirmation, following my yes has become a lot easier. Nice. Excellent. Yes. yes. So thank you again for sharing these stories. These have been super great examples. Thank you. My pleasure. I hope they are, some of your listeners resonate and can learn something from them. I'm sure they will. Great. Thanks, thank Anna. you, Ken. Marie Elizabeth Malley, midlife transformational specialist, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes, picked up and moved to LA and was part of a wonderful community where she now lives a very happy life. So Marie Elizabeth, absolutely amazing. Such, such great things that you shared with us on the interview we did. And, and I, I, I'm so happy that you're, you're willing to help us with this and, and, and help us just really clarify the importance of following your yes, that, that internal guidance that we all have, but sometimes we don't pay a lot of attention to it. And the way we're going to start, as always, is with an example from your life of a time when you did not follow your yes. You might have just not even realized it was there at the time, but looking back, you're like, oh yeah, that my gut was telling me exactly what to do and I, I, I still didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that time. Well, I, I, it was in my marriage when I was married and my body started to get sick. Uh, I, I, my thyroid stopped functioning as well as it had. My adrenals got tired. All of these cues, I started having hip pain. I started really driving myself hard with workouts. I got kind of obsessive around working out and food. And all of that was happening and I just did not pay attention. I the, the drivenness was a way to avoid feeling. And my body was trying to say, you're not happy. Mm. And and what uh, we were in couples therapy at the time, and I had this story that I, I'm incapable of happiness in a relationship and something's wrong with me that I need to fix, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was believing this story about myself instead of 
getting quiet and listening to what my body actually wanted to say. And it wasn't until I was away on a vacation by myself doing the underwater photography that I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I had plenty of energy and, and was happy and all this stuff. And there was this light bulb moment where it was almost like it dropped out of the sky where, where this voice in my head said, you know, it's not that you're incapable of being happy in a long-term committed relationship. It's that you're unhappy in this one. And I had been so focused on trying to live up to my vows and the vows are the most important thing and I got married for life. And my body just was not having it. And once I heard that phrase in my head, you know, it's not that you're messed up, it's not that you're broken, it's that you're really unhappy. (laughs) Then it gave me the permission I needed to start listening to, well, what would be my yes? Well, my, my yes was to myself. It was to save my life. I mean, and, and I, I say that dramatically. My my ex-husband is a wonderful man, and our relationship was mostly great. I was just deeply unfulfilled in it. So I, there's nothing, I don't have anything bad to say about him. We just weren't a match. And we've both gone on to find great partners that are right for us. But I had to get over my allegiance to the structure of marriage in order to say yes to myself and that was extremely hard for me to do wow that's such a great example of where your body's screaming at you and your mind's overriding that going nope I committed this I have to do this no matter what and I'm not making any judgments on how people approach their marriages but there's a reason our body's screaming at us. And feelings don't lie. They're actually unarguable. So what you experienced there, just amazing, right? Where you actually needed to have this moment of, of serendipity, if you will, where you were away from it and went, wait a minute. How come I feel good now, but I don't feel good when I'm where I think I'm supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I should take a little note here and see what's going on. Exactly, exactly. That's it. You know, maybe that's information that I need to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. Really great and powerful example there. So let's turn this around. Let's let's look at a time when. Again, you had a clear yes, but this time, not only did you recognize it, you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, in 2015, I went to a meditation retreat. I was living in Massachusetts, Western Mass, and New York City. I was going back and forth between two homes, and I went out to the Los Angeles area for a meditation retreat. And during the retreat, it, it, it was funny. It kind of came. This this yes came over several days. We were being asked to to ask ourselves what we wanted and what we saw for the future and all of that. And so one day I wrote down, I don't want to go back and forth so much. I want to be in one place for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I thought I, I wrote down. Uh, I had a lot of hip pain at the time. I was like, oh, I need to be somewhere where I I can drive more. You know, I'm having trouble getting around New York City. Uh, I want to be somewhere I can drive more. 
the next day was, oh, the weather in LA is really nice. You know, it just came slowly. But then one, and then one day I was sitting in meditation. But again, I mean, I, I heard, uh, quote unquote, I heard, uh, sell your house in Massachusetts and move to LA. And I was like, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, what now? And I love this house. I mean, I was going to spend the rest of my life in this house, right? And so, um, but it, but the guidance I received from inside by sitting and getting still was so clear, I couldn't ignore it. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Massachusetts, and within six weeks, had sold. It wasn't just put it on the market. I think it was on the market within a month, and it had sold within six or seven weeks, and I was on my way. I, I, I think I had this realization in January, and I landed in LA in April. Nice, basically. Um, and and moving to LA, there was a community of people I wanted to be around, and my partner was part of that community. Mm. So I wasn't moving there for him. We had met, we already knew each other, and we already had some feelings for each other. But he was dating someone else, so we weren't. You know, we weren't together. Uh, but And I didn't move there with the idea that we were going to get together at all. I just was following my yes, literally, like mm-hmm. my own inner voice that was like, you're isolated in Massachusetts, go to L.A. And, and then six or eight months later, we ended up uh, together and we've been together ever since. I couldn't have known that, mm-hmm. but that was a function of following that yes that just said, go to Los Angeles. And I said, okay. And that's kind of how I roll now. Like if I get a clear directive (laughs) like that, if I get a clear directive, I'm out. Like last week we were in Los Angeles and we both felt, oh, it's time to move back even though our house isn't done. And we were going to spend six more months in New York saving on rent because we own here. And it was like, oh, nope, time to move back to LA. We're leaving in six days. Nice. (laughs) It's just how it goes now. Yeah. And... What I loved about that is, as you said, when you did that, when you followed that guidance, yeah, you sold your house in like no time. It wasn't an effort. Everything just kind of came together and supported each step. Now, you didn't have a clue what the whole plan was going to be. But, oh, this put you here, this put you there. Some, you had a buyer, you moved across the country, you get to L.A., your partner's not available. That wasn't why you moved there directly, but ultimately it was part of the plan that the universe had for you. Mm-hmm. And But you, if you hadn't followed those first yeses, you would have never gotten to experience the rest of the plan. Exactly. And, and, and I don't want to portray it like it was easy. Let's just be real here. You know, it, there's a part of me kicking and screaming the whole time. <laughs> I just know better than to listen to the part that's kicking and screaming. I scoop yes. it up. I give it some love. I give it some attention. I say it's going to be okay. And then I keep moving. Yeah, absolutely. But what you're moving towards is that yes, the whole time. Exactly. Right. It's uh, one of my, one of my, uh, Mentors has, has used this all the time. He said, you know, life changes when you start dancing with the challenges. Oh, I love that. Yep. And just go, oh, cool. What's this going to do? You know, because it's just like, you know, going to the gym. Life doesn't, you, you don't build muscle by doing the easy exercises. It's the challenging ones. That's the truth. guess what? When you do them and you dance with them, they become easy. 
Right. You build muscle. Yeah. So it's my guest muscle is is way stronger than it used yeah, to be. That's awesome. You know, and that's what I teach clients too. It's like you have to build that muscle of listening to yourself, of saying yes to your desire, even when it doesn't make sense and is complicated, you know, and you need to discern, is this a real desire? Is this just a passing fancy? You know, is this, is this a real yes? Or is this me just wanting to escape sometimes? Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a discernment that's involved, but every one of us has a clear meter inside of yes and no. And it might be a little obscured, but it's there. And, and you got to do the work to uncover it and then let it guide your life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Great, great examples, Marie Elizabeth. Thank you so much for sharing those with us today. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. I love that question. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.